0: Welcome back to the last session of Ride to Rune, where our uh, army of the Eithyad is currently moving its way out of Framsburg, going down south to help Gondor uh, fight their war there. Earl's made the decision to completely abandon the capital of Framsburg, empty out his lands, and take all his people south. And that's where we're opening today, in fact, at Framsburg, um at the base of the rock the mountain where framsburg is laid out the gates of the city are open the armies are waiting in the fields just to the south and the people are emptying out kelwin is there uh with many of the refugees that know her quite well as uh, the person responsible for their welfare and she's leading them out of the gates uh, showing them where they can be safe walking with the army. It seems like it's going to be slow going. There's not a horse for every person. So as you uh, go south, horses will have to keep pace with the, um, the the refugees and villagers who will be on foot. Is there anything? Um, Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Sorry, Kelvin is just going to make sure they've got a secure place um, in the vanguard and she's going to, uh set her second in uh second man in charge and um or woman and tell them that uh she'll be back to check on them every day but she's going to ride in front
0: with earl no problem most of the villagers and refugees are all armed like i mentioned last session earl had been um making sure to give some training to everyone in the sense that he knew that the armies of the Ethiod could not defend every village so he ensured that everybody has at least some ability to defend themselves even though they're not exactly military trained so almost everyone is carrying a blade or a spear even if they're not mounted and, uh, and don't have particularly wonderful armor
1: tries to give them a rousing speech
0: before she leaves. You can do that. Go ahead and roll an inspiration or an inspire. Uh, That's a 16 and it becomes
1: a great success.
0: 16 with a great success. Not a problem. So as we march south, what you'll find is that you'll be encountering a number of um, events. That will weigh on the people as you go, and there'll be different roles uh, with increasing difficulty the further south you get. So, with Kelwyn inspiring the group of refugees there, that um, bolstering that force will make its way through the ranks, through the fighters. If the people they're protecting have managed to maintain their good attitude about um, going south, then. Uh, it just makes the warrior's job that much easier. Uh, so, in that case, your first test will be at a reduced difficulty. Anybody else have anything to do while you're at the gates?
2: Uh, Bravus and goes over to to uh, Aofara and uh, the other guy, Hero Forward. Uh, just has us here, yeah, for. It's going to be a long journey. Make sure you watch after your cousin.
0: That's it. Okay. Awesome. I wasn't sure if you were going to voice him or not.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't have a voice in mind for that. <laughs> no problem. But, uh, yeah, exchange uh, farewells, good luck, something,
0: yeah. No problem. Okay.
2: I think, I think Aldo's just got his book open, but he's he's not reading. He's He's writing, like the accounts of uh, the Ethiad going to to war to help the Gondorians. He's going to be first on the bandwagon to to sell a book.
0: (laughs) No problem.
3: I think uh, Dren is just uh, kind of hanging out uh, near uh, Earl's side and um, making sure that... uh, Well, making sure that all things are in order and still kind of falling back on the crutch of being kind of a, uh, kind of like a squire to Earl still, even though, uh, I mean, he's grown quite a bit and has been away for a while. Just falls into old habits quick when he's around his buddy. So, uh, Earl, uh, what do you think about this whole, uh, excursion stuff?
0: Somewhat more than an excursion at this point, don't you think? But, uh.
3: Um, yeah, well, migration is more uh, accurate. M- I think.
0: Migration is, I would suggest, the correct term for it. It's. I have strange feelings now, wondering what my father would think if he could see us now, standing here at the gates of Framsburg, knowing very well it will likely be the last time we see it. What kind of <clears throat> lord abandons the capital of his people?
3: "'Earl, how could you do something so reckless? I can't believe you would do this!' Dren says with a furled eyebrow and kind of puffs himself up a little when he says it. Or something like that, I imagine.
0: Well, when you say it like that, it does sound a bit ridiculous, doesn't it? I'm sure he would understand, but how many generations has the city been in our hands and now we abandon it without a fight? I can't help but feel something about that.
3: Might be the hillman in me. But if enemies are besetting Framsburg, I almost say don't leave it standing for them to claim as their own. I'd, I'd uh, think the right thing would be to, to do is to destroy it with our own hands. Take our home away from anybody that would want to claim it as theirs.
0: You wish too much our armies back into the city and lay waste to our buildings. Most of them are made of stone.
3: It will take too long. I'm just saying something inside of my uh, helmet chest would love the idea of us doing that.
0: I suppose it would be a fitting end. Burn the city as my father chose to burn upon his death. Alas, we've done what we can. We've made the decisions that we made. And now, it's time to say goodbye.
2: And don't think of it as giving up without a fight. Think of it as moving to fight for a better future for your people.
0: I suppose that's the way that we must look at it, isn't it, Aldor? Otherwise we'd be driven to madness.
2: That's how I've kept saying.
3: You ready to change, uh, to trade, uh, snow and frost to some summer heat?
0: Well, I know that, uh, certainly won't miss it.
1: Miss what? She comes riding up.
0: Oh, we were just discussing how, um, if everything goes as we hope, we may be looking at some... Warmer winters than we're accustomed to.
3: Oh,
1: yes, yes. No more falling into icy lakes. No more Earl dragging us out all in the middle of the night in this winter. And, oh, yes, that would be very nice. But, and she turns around and surveys a Fransburg one more time, that beloved silhouette against the sky. You can see her eyes kind of get a little watery.
0: Ah, I know how you feel Kelly I-, I was just <clears throat> fighting that emotion myself that uh, skyline is one that will soon enough pass from memory
1: she's she just she's just nodding she doesn't speak a little bit and she turns away.
0: Without any more words, Earl wheels Feller off around and uh, stands at the front of his armies and villagers who are awaiting. And without, uh, without a big speech, he sadly just nods and starts marching south as a cue for. The Exodus to begin.
3: Uh, seeing his uh, kind of sullenness, uh, Drenna's is going to kind of tap, uh, tap the flank of Felleroff uh, with uh, his palm, and just kind of look at Earl and go, "Who's been taking care of Felleroff uh, when I, uh, while I was gone?" He's looking a little round. How oh, do you think so?
0: Oh, I'll show you. He's every bit as spry as he always was.
3: I'm just joking. Just trying to, you know, bring some levity. Ah, but yes. seriously, though. Of course. Seriously,
0: though. Uh, opportune time for jest. Very well I done, could... tra-
3: After you, my lord.
0: Yeah. Always, reluctantly, I suppose I lead. And he marches on. As you get a, um, a couple of hundred meters away from the city, just... Anyone who's still looking back, you'll notice that Earl is not, his uh, gaze is just focused on the road ahead. But dots begin to emerge from behind the city, mounted units, first a few dozen, and then a hundred, and then a hundred more. They just casually march slowly from behind the great rock on which Framberg is built and toward toward its gates. Um, some which you can only assume must be orcs, even climbing the walls of the city and getting in that way. It feels descended upon from the distance you're at, like a great swarm of insects has uh, has swarmed the city that you once loved. And the last thing you see before your vision fades and fog blocks the last sights you have of Framsburg is the great banner of your Lord being cut from the keep and let loose to blow away in the wind. Everybody please roll a corruption test at this site. It will be at a reduced number because of Kellen's inspiring speech, so we're only rolling at a 16, er, sorry, a 14.
2: I go to twelve, and I'm going to hope that because I don't want to be sad.
0: Very well. Mm. You can still be sad, twenty-three. But great success. Overwhelmed.
2: Right. Twenty-five regular success.
0: Dren, one more for
3: me. Please remind me what a corruption is. That a wisdom <laughs> check?
0: <laughs> it is wisdom. Eighteen is good. Eighteen. All of you will be able to witness that happen without taking any shadow, amazingly. Any oh.
1: Yes, seeing that flag fall to the ground, seeing the, her, her beloved city just stormed, um, Kelwyn is going to be filled with a righteous anger but also resolve because now there's no way but forward. Um, and she's going to start... To sing, sing a song. Uh, would you like me to roll a song or an inspire? If I'm trying to inspire people with my song.
0: <laughs> it would it would be an inspire if that's the main, uh, if that's what you're trying to achieve.
1: Um, that's a 19 with a great success.
0: No problem. In fact, as so you know, she starts. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you got
1: Oh. No, no, go ahead. You sit, in as, fact, as you go.
0: <laughs> as you go, Kelwin seems to have set a mood for the journey. Different groups break out in song, and sometimes the whole company joins together, and you can hear the songs of old battle hymns and, and uh, songs of times of peace echoing across the valleys and across the river as you're mainly uh, marching alongside the Anduin. Uh, even people are making new oh. songs songs of hope about what's to come songs of memory about what they're leaving behind
1: Calvin has made a new song for this journey too she's going to ride up to the front uh next to earl and start and she's going to turn side saddle almost so she can sing backwards towards everybody and try to turn their eyes away from the uh the sad sight of the city going to ruin and the orcs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're
0: running,
1: as true we
0: are, Ooh.
1: riding hard and fast and far. Ooh. Come to battle darkest night. Come to bring the fiercest spite. Ride, ride, ride. Ride, ride, ride. Ride to ruin. Ride to ruin. Ooh, ooh,
0: ooh, ooh. Wow, that was awesome. Uh, Wow, insane. Oh, good. Uh, Yeah, go ahead and uh, give your character an inspiration, Colin. Um, Thank you. And if anyone wants to um, try to join in with Colin's song, go ahead and roll um, a song for also a chance to be inspired.
2: I feel like Eldor will try hum along, but he doesn't wanna he doesn't wanna interrupt that.
0: <laughs> sure. I mean the whole company you know, uh, picks up after after she's done and, and tries to, you know, recreate it as as a new marching song.
2: That was a ten, so he, he, he starts humming for a little bit and then just goes quiet into his book without listening. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so Eldor's the only one who wants to attempt that? Um
3: Dren really doesn't want to mess up the song at all. Okay. He's, he is not
0: musically inclined. Fair enough.
2: Yeah. Frederson just kind of takes it all in uh, helping to calm himself.
0: No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, the company itself, however, bolsters their spirits, Jenner much so... As you proceed, eventually, uh, a couple of weeks of this, the food is pretty good along the way in terms of fishing because you are right by the Anduin. Um, some of the hunters keep coming back with game to provision the um, the exodus. Very shortly after you leave Ramsburg, a lot of the more stony ground of the north seems to soften into rolling hills, more lush grasslands, a more of a pastoral sort of a view from the from the rocky terrain that you're accustomed to in the north um and that doesn't hurt i mean it's sunny shining on these beautiful grasslands you're well fed as you go and none of that um uh, uh, there's the sensation of yes yes we've left home and and we're going into war but there's this that that um sense of mortality seems to help everyone appreciate these moments all the more um Partially because the group is bolstered by song, um, they're they're able to focus on on these kind of aesthetic details more than just the terror of the possibility of death and the end of your people. Uh, a couple of weeks of walking, and you eventually make your way here to the old ford, an abandoned bridge, and um, a fortress that spans the road going into the um, south of the Anduin. As you're approaching this area, you can start to hear nervous... You you get the sensation of nervousness in, in, in the folk. People are murmuring to themselves. You can tell that people are anxious on edge. Throughout the whole company. Soldiers, villagers...
2: But I know any laws to sort of why they may be on edge?
0: Um... Yeah, uh, given your lore rating, I don't even think you really have to roll for it. Um, there's stories. There, there's a pretty common myth of a great beast that patrols this area as his own. Um, a bear but giant in stature and ferocious in temperament. The men seem worried that should this bear um, be encountered, it could mean ruin for your armies before you even make it to the Southern War.
2: Um, sort of figuring this out, Aldo sid- sidled up to Dren and say, I think the men are worried about the story of a bear. I'm not one for speeches, but... Maybe you could remind them who they ride with?
3: Um... Alright, I can do my best. I also... I'm worried, like... Okay, here, I I, I think I've got it. And, uh, I'll just kind of loudly kind of walk to the front of the, uh the people um, and the soldiers I think actually mmm so these woods get a little uh, terrifying at night don't they a little mm, a little bit more uh, alien to all of us these woods Bears, wolves, these things that, well, we, we weren't, uh, we weren't, um, unfamiliar with wolves. But, uh, bears is a little, a little different. Look, we're all aphid, strong, we're horsemen,
0: we are... Leod's people. As Dren is speaking, there's a a commotion that goes through the crowd, and and suddenly Dren realizes he's being ignored. Everyone is looking off to the north. Um, In the moonlight, on uh, a rise of a hill, just silhouetted by the moon, you can in fact see the lumbering shape of this gigantic bear who raises his head into the night sky and bellows out this roar that... Like you can feel the vibration of it and the men tremble at the sight. You can uh, hear shouting The beast is upon us, say he stalks us, we're doomed.
3: Hold on. And I'll just start riding that direction. You're gonna ride. Not in threateningly that direction? <laughs> Not not threateningly, slowly. But between the men and, and the bear, yes. Um,
0: it's a ways away. It's a couple hundred meters away. You can you can just see the giant shape on this hill, but you're going to, like, ride out toward the bear.
3: Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay. Um, Would that be near
1: enough for me to, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to do the only thing Kelvin knows how to do, which is sing lullabies to pissed off or scared or angry animals.
0: Drenna's here.
1: Would that be too far?
0: I'm am just going to address Jen first here. Jen, um yeah. can you please roll an insight? Uh 10 10 is more than cut it. Um you're quite sure this bear is going to kill you if you approach it?
3: Uh, all right. That's that's fine. Then I'm just going to uh like I said, stay between the men and the bear, and just keep pace with our march.
0: Well, you're currently at the old fort, so you're, like, at the, the fortress.
3: Right, but where would we stop there for we being stalked?
0: Yeah, so there's not enough room uh, inside the fortress for the entire company, so many are, are camped along the outskirts. So you're not marching at the moment, you're, you're just kind of camping around. You. Yeah. Sorry, I should okay. describe that in more detail. No, it's all good. Um,
2: after the bear roars, Aldor visibly relaxes and says, just loud enough for like the, the soldiers nearest him to hear, he says, oh good, it's presented itself to us. If it wanted to kill us, it would have stalked us. It's a good omen. And he's just sort of hoping that army mentality will just spread.
0: <laughs> Not a problem. Uh, roll an... Uh, either a riddle, or an inspire.
2: Riddle. Um, it's 11, I'm going to hope it to 15.
0: Okay. With a riddle of 15, even as you're, you're, you know, you're just, you're trying to say what you need to say to uh, restore the spirits of of the people, as you're um, considering the stance uh, of the bear, um, you realize that it's not actually acting aggressively you kind of get the sensation that even as you're just trying to randomly encourage people around you, you yourself become encouraged. You realize that it's not acting aggressively at all. And it in fact seems to be doing what it can to actually encourage you all as if it's standing in solidarity, as if it's intelligent enough to understand what it is that you're doing.
3: Well,
2: there's a song for you, Kelvin. We're being egged on by a bear.
1: Stage whisper, I don't know any of those!
2: Then write one. That's what... That's what you do.
0: But not in a minute! So that... I, I would, uh, that roll was I, supposed I, to be against a target number of 18, but it was dropped down because someone had kept the group encouraged through her song. Um,
3: <laughs>
1: oh, sorry.
3: Oh no, it's all—it's all good. I was just gonna say, I think uh, seeing that it's not uh, not advancing, Dren is going to go hunt a large beast and leave it in tri- and uh, leave it as tribute behind us.
0: Sure, he can do that. Roll of hunting. Nineteen? And a nineteen, With sure. the a one? Not a problem. Which, uh, what kind of beast would you like to leave behind? Um, probably just a nice big stag. Not a problem. You can do that. Okay. Uh, some of the men seem a little bit irritated because, you know, that's good food, but, um, they also understand that it's, uh, preferable to being stalked and potentially eaten by a giant bear.
1: Can I uh, try to dig through my brain for some song that maybe talks about a, a noble horse standing on the hilltop in the moonlight <laughs> to draw the comparison um, for the that. army?
0: Yeah, sure, you can do that for sure. Um, I'd say that's probably a song, though.
1: Okay. Mm. That's a 20, just a regular success.
0: No a problem. Um, that does seem to help alleviate quite a lot of the trepidation and um you manage to settle the people enough that they're convinced that they can actually safely stay here tonight we don't have to pack up camp and move on um and no one abandons the cause uh marching south still the anduin in this area picks up its pace quite a lot It, it runs hard on rapids um, the sky seemed to darken a bit. At this point, the people are especially the more knowledgeable among you in terms of history and lore and things like that, so, um, Aldor definitely know. You're approaching the area that the Ethiod people had originally settled and lived around here before they made their home in Framsburg, and they had abandoned this area because... Uh, of pressure from the evil coming from Dolgoldur in the Merkwood, so this is actually the traditional home of your people that you're entering into now so there's a lot of mixed emotions with that, obviously. Um, Aldor, how would you be feeling knowing that uh, this is this is land that your people once held but abandoned because they couldn't hold ground against the the shadow here?
2: Um obviously, given his background, he'll be thinking a lot about the the, the history of what's happened there, and then all that, but he'd also be thinking that it's a good time for the new generation under Earl's lead to kind of prove that it's developed and evolved and it can it can surpass what the previous generations couldn't he'd be kind of a bit inspired by it.
0: Sure. I'm actually going to get you to roll a lore as well, Aldor. Uh, 22.
2: 22.
0: You know that the further south you go, that feeling of trepidation will probably build more and more, especially as you near Dolgoldur and the southern Mirkwood and the forest of Lorien. Um, there are texts that you've uncovered from the Ethiod's history that there is a evil sorceress who lives in that forest just waiting to bewitch those who might fall under the influence of her many spells
2: and that that trepidation also comes with a a a bit of curiosity that he would love to pick a sorceress's brain to like learn those kinds of secrets but knows that it's it's not a safe or sane thing to want
0: sure With those feelings, you also know that there may be some among the company who also um, have, you know, carried on uh, the tradition of of that that myth and and the people may be building fear around it, Um, especially as uh, any stories about that may spread through the ranks.
2: Yeah, and I think any any kind of uh, disheartening information that he... Remembers he's passing on to the rest of the company because they're the ones that like encouraging people <laughs> And he just wants to give them as much ammo as possible
0: Absolutely, um, okay, yeah, I don't think you have to roll anything for that uh, Just everybody will be uh, armed with that knowledge that i prepared for conversations. They may have to address Going south um, eventually, you come to a spot in the Anduin where you can see and um, a, what looks like an island in the middle of um, of the river. It looks abandoned, but in this particular location, there's a really lovely uh, deep patch of clover that's overlooking a bank, um, just overlooking the Anduin, or on a bank just overlooking the Anduin. And uh, at this point, the group has, uh, the, the company will have to make camp for the night here. Um, and as the sun sets, Earl is sitting alone and looks kind of pensive uh, He's sitting in the clover just he looks deep in thought and um, as as he looks behind him, he kind of he makes eye contact with Kellen. and Kellen, you can tell that he might um, there's something on his mind that, that he probably wants to talk about
1: uh, she's talking to one of the um refugee uh, refugee officers in charge Um, and she kind of trills off mid-sentence and just says, "Uh, can we pick this up later? And she doesn't even wait for a response and just kind of starts walking towards him, still holding his eyes. Mm. No problem. And getting over there, she just smiles and flops right down into the clover with him. um, Beside him.
0: (laughs) (sighs) You didn't even check for bees.
1: what where? Bees?
0: Yeah, they're always in clover. You didn't even look. You're always a little bit like that though. One of the things I like about you.
1: Hmm, if I had looked, I wouldn't. And I mean, she blushes and she like hits him on the shoulder.
0: <laughs> you know you really I would have better tape. Uh, you know, you really should learn to keep an eye on the ground before you do things like that. They say the further south we go we'll eventually run into serpents that lurk within the deep grass.
1: She shudders and like looks about her, uh, and then she catches him and she like scowls at him.
0: Oh yes, they like the warm to... weather you see, just like you. I wonder if you're related.
1: Are you saying I'm a serpent? <laughs> Death stare so hard.
0: Well, a uh, serpent I'm particularly fond of, if so. Hmm. Listen. I did have something a little more, perhaps, um, serious. Look, and it's not just because I don't think any of us will survive this. Should we survive what we are about to encounter, I will certainly forever look on life differently. Surviving will be the real adventure, not the battle to come. A new land for our people be something entirely new. Me as their probably ever reluctant lord, and well you if you would have me as their lady. I what? Let's not pretend. Jeez. We've been, we've talked about this before. It's never seemed the right time, but I think it's the right thing. Earl! The people the people love you as their lady and well so do I. Are you not? proposing
1: what? to me a field of clover after calling me a serpent?
0: Well, can you think of a better time? The further south we go, there's only going to be worse and worse things than the clover, and we're probably going to learn much worse words for insults.
1: Ugh You couldn't have Ugh. All my life, I've dreamed of this moment, and he proposes to me in clover after calling me a serpent and trying to scare
0: me It's a lovely patch of clover, and, well, I did wait till sunset.
1: Oh, that is a very pretty sunset. <sighs> I don't know what it says about me if my taste in husband's is... And then she realizes she just said that and she turns to him and just kind of gives a sheepish smile.
0: So, can I take that as a yes then?
1: She's going to like flump on him and like bury her head in his shirt just to hide her blushing face. And you, she and Earl's gonna hear very muffled from the bottom of his shirt. Just yes,
0: <laughs> the lady of the Ithiod fine does the lady of theithia does not blush in front of her people. And uh, when you look back, he kind of like is um, nodding, like cocking his head to the side, and you can see that the rest of the companions are just kind of like watching this but you know trying to stay out of range a little bit you know (laughs) any of my generals can conduct the ceremony
1: Mm -hmm. huh huh but i don't have a dress huh Ah, men you don't think of anything (laughs) she like gets up and like storms off half of out of embarrassment half out of actual anger
0: Well, hopefully, I've got (laughs) a. Errol looking back at the rest of the group. Well, uh, hopefully, I've got another chance to do that a bit better before we meet our deaths in battle. Uh...
1: Oh, and then she comes, like, running back. And she's like, I forgot. And she kisses him, and then she runs off again.
2: You know, I think that went a little better than I expected.
0: I think we can call that both good news and bad news. Drenra rides uh, How'd it go? Well... I, I only wish my mother could have lived long enough to teach me what my father could not about women. Oh. Did no, you wait though. till sunset like I said? I, I... Obviously, um... As the last of the sunsets behind the hills. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. So it was like, it's perfect. As perfect as one can expect, after abandoning one's capital and leading their people to near-certain ruination.
3: Uh, Kelvin called, uh, called me a few choice words as she ran by.
0: Uh, she's got a lot on her mind right now, obviously. We need to give her a little space while she processes all this. But, maybe you could put in a good word for me. Um, she did say yes! There you go!
3: And I'll, uh, uh, I'll lean in, looking like I'm just kind of uh, getting close to him, but I'm going to hammer a fist into his shoulder.
0: Oh yes, that's where she hit me as well. Oh. Good. I'm proud of you. And now, we only have to survive. Look,
3: like I said, you're going to be fine.
0: Well, I'll take your word for it, Dren. You've never read me or led me wrong before. Well, maybe that one time.
3: I'll hopefully get many more times to lead you astray.
0: I'd drink to that if we remembered to bring any ale with us. But uh, unfortunately, no. our reserves were extinguished long ago.
3: Also, hangovers and marching is miserable.
0: I agree. So with that, the sun sets, and you make camp all with your range of complex emotions about this uh, event. Um, Earl mainly uh, keeps... He keeps to himself in his tent, and he's uh, obviously got things on his mind. Um, And the next day, the company proceeds again. Um, Earl kind of like silently rides astride. Kellwin just looking at her with this, you know, quizzical expression, just trying to like figure out what's you know going on uh, with her emotionally, but uh, not really saying anything, just more trying to like gauge the temperature of the situation.
1: Cold shoulder, one hundred percent.
0: Uh He looks like he's going to say something and, like, puts a finger up as if he's got some brilliant, you know, response to that, but thinks better of it and just, my lady? And rides off to join the rest of his friends.
1: Yeah, she's going to smile secretly after his back,
0: just like, ha, I won. I won. (laughs) Good way to start out a lifelong relationship. All right. Um, So heading south, then, as you... Um, about four days later, you get to, uh, actually I'm going to go about six days later, you get to about this spot. Aldor, uh, if you're poring over maps, just trying to keep um, up to date about your location, you'll know that you're getting quite close to Dogoldur now, very, uh, very specifically in, in the land that your people had settled. In fact, There are a number of ruined villages and things like that, that you can only speculate must have been some of the uh, uh, villages of the Eithjord when you lived here. It's a strange sensation, walking through ruins of another location that your people abandoned, chased out by growing shadow.
2: Um, Yeah, and Aldo will be continuing scribbling in his saga that he's, he's writing and anyone nearby will hear him mumbling about the the history of of these runes and the strange happenings associated with them and he's just kind of in his own world but people could learn things if they were near him
0: (laughs) as you're in your own world um your horse kind of gets hung up like it just stops and it seems like it's trying to pull and it like makes a make a makes a whinny of distress
2: uh, immediately looks down to it to see what's going on.
0: When you look down, there is this uh, ghastly green mist that has risen up around your horse's hooves. And to your horror, you realize that there are grasping hands in the mist, ghost-like hands, green, dead-looking, skeletal, uh, reaching up all over the horse's leg and just trying to pull it down. And as you look around, you realize um, that this is actually happening to quite a lot of the riders around you, and and people are starting to panic.
2: Um, Aldor, after traveling and adventuring with with only companions so much, will just let out sort of a piercing warning whistle that I I would assume they would be familiar with. um, And then sort of reach down with a spear and try and dislodge their hands to see if they're corporeal.
0: Sure. You hear several of the same whistles um, rising up from from around the ranks, and you realize this is quite a widespread thing. The mist is blowing over the group quite quickly, and the hands seem to just be grasping and grasping and pulling down. As you strike strike them with your spear, they dissipate like mist, but then more just arise in in place, and the mist is growing more and more dense. The skies overhead are shrouded like dark clouds billow in, and you realize the density of this mist is blowing with force out of the forest, out of the Merkwood, uh in the direction, uh, from the direction of, of where Do- you know Dolgordir must be.
2: Um, would I know what this is, or anything about this? This kind of, I, I assume, magic. Uh,
0: the only thing, because you're not exa- you're not like your expertise is not studying shadow and studying sorcery and things like that, so there's, like, no name. Like, even, even with an extraordinary success, you wouldn't, like, know a name for what this is or exactly how to explain it, but you know enough about it to tell it's, it's probably part of the evil of Dol Like, similar reports of similar things happened when, when the Ethiod lived here.
2: Okay, and would I know any way to combat it?
0: You do not, your people had to leave for lack of ways to combat these things. Uh, At this point, I'm going to get everyone. Because this is happening to everyone here, Uh, go ahead and roll a corruption test, everybody. Uh, This is a target number of, ooh, this is a big one, uh, 20. Ooh,
3: Ah. a 10 for me, or 11.
2: I got a 19. I'm going to have to hope
0: it. <laughs> okay. So, I have
1: a 29 with uh, um, Extraordinary Success. Mm-hmm. Can I help any one of them with those rolls?
0: So this is a not a skill test. So uh, yeah, you can't use your Tinguars to help anybody. Okay. Um, what you can do, though, is take No Shadow. So you'll be able to take zero shadow because you have two runes in there. Uh, Frazen, you'll take one shadow. Aldo, you'll take two. And John you'll take three.
1: Damn. Ooh. What?
0: Three shadow. Okay. Okay. Um, what you notice around you is that the riders and the villagers who abandon um, the exodus, who run and flee, uh, apparently just abandoning the cause altogether and taking their chances in the wilderland, the hands just let them go, and they're free to run. As long as your will, it seems that as long as your will is focused on continuing south, the hands will continue to grasp and it's not like you're stuck and uh, stood still you can hit the hands away with uh, you know the horses kick away from them you can hit them with your spears but it's really really slow going and it just drains on you emotionally spiritually
2: Do do we pick up on that theme that heading
0: just as long as you're heading south it's all good eventually it figures eventually you figure it out as long as you're heading south the the hands keep grasping at you and trying to slow you down but if you abandon the cause um, and um, abandon the military campaign here, the hands will just let you go.
1: Can I light a torch?
0: Of course. There's a significant amount of people that, uh, that uh, figure this out and, and uh, abandon the cause, both villagers and warriors. Um, you've lost... Um, out of the, you got 120, I think it was 120 riders last time, uh, when you were rallying the local villages, plus 200, so 320, and you've lost 50 of them here.
1: Uh, can I try to yell at those running away, um, and tell them it's safer to stay with us You'll die out there. Come back.
0: Uh, that sounds like an awe.
1: Does it? (laughs) Okay.
0: Unless Um. you can unless there's something that you think would be more appropriate.
1: Um think of your ancestors. You are stronger than you think. Why are you running away? Stand strong. You are ethiod.
0: I'm going to skill roll for it, but all right, if you want to like change what you're actually going to say, that's fine. That's more of an inspire. Okay,
1: cool. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, that's an extraordinary success
0: with a 22. Okay, an extraordinary success. Can you roll three d12s, please?
1: I'm sorry, 3D what?
0: Uh, 3 feet die. <sighs> okay. That was sad. 3, uh, because of your um, extraordinary success, there are 3 chances to get some back. You rolled Sauron, a 3 and a 2. So 5 will return. Aldo's. Five <laughs> yep, five people.
2: Aldo's gonna try heading slightly west rather than directly south.
0: Okay. You know that when you head in that direction, uh, people's fears will be peaked all the more as you are heading toward the Forest of Lorien, where the sorceress lives. Um, can you please roll. Uh, how, actually, how do you want to address that? If if you notice that you will notice that people are nervous about that.
3: Um,
2: he's he's more experimenting with the the smoke okay. to see if it'll like release.
0: Uh, it does not. It's billowed out quite a ways, so it's really hard to to get ahead of how far it's extending.
2: Um, and is it affecting people on foot? Yes. I'm out of ideas.
0: Those people are super creeped out, by the way.
2: Yeah, I can imagine. Um, can I roll something to come up with a fantastic idea? You can roll a red Uh 19 with a great success.
0: Okay. Um, you can, with, with that, uh, with a great success there, you can manage to spread a rumor that uh, the stories have been um, told incorrectly um, to pro- to protect uh, the history of your people the the sorceress of of the forest of lorien is uh, means no harm to you and will let you pass uh, so there's no reason to fear going in that direction
2: I'm kind of using my my clout as the the known lawmaster master to, to... Yeah. Help give it. Even though, you're not to,
0: even though you're not exactly sure of that yourself, uh, you also yeah. don't know if the rumors are to be believed about the existence of this being at all. So, as, you know, it's sort it, of like you're willing to take your chances.
2: As he's like kind of spreading it and telling people that, he's making meaningful eye contact with the, the party members to sort of oh. like back me up. <laughs> be, being the more military minded person, yeah, Freyerson's gonna ride around just yelling, You heard the man! Ride west or die.
0: <laughs> what I'm going to do is get everybody um, to roll an inspire or an awe um, or a song. And um, and we'll see if your combined efforts are enough to rally your people.
1: I got three twanguars. No, mm-hmm. I don't. I got an extraordinary success. Mm-hmm.
3: Damn, uh, grand,
1: damn. 16. Yeah, I
0: got a twenty. Twenty-eight with an extraordinary success. Okay, that's more than enough combined yeah. successes. Um, the people decide to head in that direction. The the going isn't really easier, but um, but uh, you manage to ins- at least get um, some confidence back that at least you know the leaders know it, seem to know what they're doing. So let's follow them, and that's like as best a plan as anyone can come up with. However, as you turn west and begin approaching the after. A day of walking like this and just agonizing slowness as you approach Lorien, um, you do in fact see the figure of a woman with golden hair, clad in white, uh, on top of a hill amid the mist. The mist isn't affecting her at all. And you hear the people begin to shout, The sorceress, she's found us! We'll fall under her spells and be lost in her wood forever!
2: Um, Aldo's just going to try. I assume she can see us. It's just going to try holding up, like, its two hands and a sort of universal peace sign.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. As you do that, um, the impression that you get is that she seems to have been waiting for you. Um, You don't have to get her attention. She's outside of her forest. She seems to have uh, known you were coming this way. She holds up a lamp, which emanates through the darkness and the, mi- and, and the mist and um, as she does that a white mist uh, roils out of Lorien and seems to clash with the green dark mist that has come from Dol Guldur. it's almost as if they're in a ba- locked in a battle with each other and the white mist completely rolls over it the feeling of this mist is, um, it's a coolness, but welcoming, like the sort of coolness, like being under the cover of forest on an autumn day, um, a welcoming, it's almost got a warmth to it in the sense that it's, it feels inviting and enveloping. It feels like protection. When this happens, the clouds part and light beams forth through it. The mist under your feet repels away all of those grasping hands. And all of you are amazed at the speed you can move at. Maybe it's just the sensation of being let go, but you swear you can move two or three times faster than you ever could. Um, and this, uh, uh, you hear voices throughout the crowd. The forest! The lady from the forest! She lends us her speed!
1: Calvin's waving with both arms, just like happy and thanks.
0: And the entire group um, can pass through this area. Uh, In fact, three times faster than you would have been able to.
3: Aldor, is there anything that, like, this lady would like, you think?
2: I think there may be things that she would like, I don't think we have the capacity to offer them. So perhaps just be friendly.
0: Just a hearty thank you.
2: Might be the only thing you can offer.
0: In fact, All as right. uh, anyone, if anyone tries to get closer to the river, the, uh, the Anduin River, and approach her, she just smiles warmly, broadly, um, puts her hood over her head, and disappears back into the forest but the mist remains
3: I was feeling like we should have given that person the Palantir seems like a nicer person than Saruman
2: I have to agree but all the stories make her out to be a horrible sorceress Um, I have to admit I didn't no, she would be friendly to us when I said that she would.
1: <laughs> well, you oh. just have to write new stories, won't you? And I'll write a song. I've too many songs to write, one about the bear, one about the sorceress.
2: That's the beauty of being the person to write the story. I can claim omnipotence.
0: Um, and they <laughs> just kind of looking at this at amazement. Um, indeed, it's good to have things to look forward to. We can't have done. Uh, we can't do everything we want to do all at once. There, it's good to have things to look forward to. I think those sort of things are what keep us alive in these situations—a reason to survive the battle to come. And looking at Cohen, and I hope we have many reasons to survive that battle.
1: Well, I—I definitely have a reason. I mean. I would like to see a proper kind of wedding at some point. She winks.
0: (laughs) I think it will be some time before we manage uh, to come across anything proper at all, but it would be nice.
2: I hear Gondor's (laughs) a beautiful Uh, city.
0: uh, Yes, um, I've yet to see the white city.
3: And that hopefully we can
0: save its army and see it one day it's a, it is
3: a fitting location for you and your lady to get married it's, I've never seen anything like it it's, I'm still, I am still—I can't even describe it the, the stories probably do a better job than I well Aldo would
0: know all about those.
2: why do you think I brought it up
0: So many (laughs) things that we have left to do in this world together, my friends. Let us do the best we can for our people, and then put our minds to exploring this new world we venture into. Yes, don't
1: you dare die, any of you.
3: Nobody's going to die. This is so bleak. Everybody keeps bringing that up. Nobody's dying.
1: <laughs> oh, Dren, may I speak to you for a moment?
3: Yeah, sure. What's up? Or do you need in private? Um, okay.
1: Yes, I'm I not. need to. And she gives a side eye. I need to gossip with you about how terrible my new fiance is.
0: Well, everybody already knows that. Uh, yeah, we'll so hope, if... Uh... We'll...
3: Yeah, he'll. I mean, he'll he'll follow her wherever she wants to take him.
1: Uh, she'll just find like a a spot where I guess we're riding right now, right? So she'll just find a spot on the uh kind of the outskirts of the company and just ride with him. Um, kind of comfortable silence for a second on her part, anyway. Um, and then Sully, she says. Jen, if I die, Earl always listens to you. If I die, will you find him another somebody else?
3: Dren looks at her and just dagger eyes tear into her eyes. I said my piece about this earlier, and I'm sincere. Nobody's dying. I don't like that. Um, excuse me, m'lady. I'm gonna go talk to the soldier. Uh, goodbye. Oh. <laughs> she as, just uh, calls
1: out after him. You're a good friend.
0: As Jren He just, just so, kind of
3: waves waves and keeps going.
0: As John moves out of your view that was, like, obscuring the, the line of sight directly in front of you, um, just so happens um, that you see, um, Guthur and Theodos riding along. And we continue south. Um, so you get past the forest of Lorient and, and continue south around the bend. Um, looking around the river, um, as you approach the Undoan river, you can hear the clash of battle. Um, you didn't realize how dire the situation is. Looking across the river, which is just rushing at an incredible rate, you can see what must be the armies of Gondor and Dren. you'll be able to identify their, um, their colors and their flags, uh, even from uh, a reasonable distance. You can just see that beyond them, there's uh, an army of orcs marching. Um, it looks like they must have come down from, from the mountains far in the distance. And are pressing in on them. Um, it looks like the army is trying to press the Gondorians into the river, and the Gondorians are holding their ground. It seems that you've arrived um, just in time to come to the aid of the Gondorians, but how to get across the river?
2: Uh, once again, relying on my lore and map reading skills, do I know of any crossings?
0: Yeah, roll lore.
2: Uh, 22 Extraordinary Success.
0: Yes, you definitely do. Um, so there's an area south, just south of where you are called the Undeep. It's um, one of the few places, one of the two places in the entire Anduin, where you can cross um, on, horse, on horseback instead of needing to take a boat across. Um, and that's coming right up here.
3: Sorry, which map?